are recording. Great. Hey, Kayla. Hey, Casey. What's up? Not much. You ready to talk about some killer teenagers? I'm always ready to talk about killer teenagers. And not killer and like, you know, radical kind of. It's rad, man. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> but today, we're going to be talking about Kim Edwards and Lucas Markham. The Twilight Killers is what they've been dubbed as. The Twilight Killers. They are both 14 at the time of their crimes, which makes them the youngest double murderers in Britain. Wow. That's, that's, a, that's an accomplishment. It is an accomplishment. Don't know if it's a proud one, but here we are. I'm sure they're proud of it. Mm-hmm. So we're in Britain. We're in Britain. Okay. Uh, specifically, we're in Lincolnshire, wherever okay. that's at. Okay. I couldn't tell you. I couldn't either, but I'm glad I know. <laughs> so we have these two 14 year old children literal children you can't tell me that they're young adults because they're not mm-hmm. uh, i'm thinking of like family members that are 14 we have a lot of nieces right now that are 14 and they're just babies literal babies my 19 <laughs> year old foster child is also a baby so mm-hmm. i couldn't imagine a 14 year old planning a murder no but they were able to sit out of McDonald's and fathom up a plan to kill. To kill. <laughs> that came out weird. <laughs> but not only did they come up with a plan, they executed it. Okay. Which still is beyond me. So we're going to be talking about Kim Edwards, who had a rocky childhood, and it mostly came back to her mother, Elizabeth Edwards, who was 49. Kim was struck by her mother when she was as young as six years old. Oh, poor baby. Yeah, I couldn't imagine, like, hitting a six-year-old and leaving bruises to the point where social services is called. Mm. Six-year-old just seems so... Little. Little. Fragile. Mm, I don't like that. I don't like it either. (laughs) And during Kim's formative years... It hadn't been easy on her or her mother. Uh, They would constantly fight. They would be arguing all the time. And Elizabeth would say things to Kim. Like she would turn out like her father who had abandoned them when she was just an infant. So Kim had been physically abused, emotionally abused, Mm. mentally abused. So it's not a good start for her. She didn't have uh, the best foundation absolutely not and then it's been noted that kim resented the bond that her mother and her sister katie edwards who was 13 at the time had so katie and elizabeth were like besties they were Mm. always together and never fought and that that's only a year in between it really yeah it's not that much of a difference oh wow so Kim Edwards and Lucas Markham, stars of our show today, they met in they met in a school for troubled children. So, kids who were truancy, they were always in and out of school for trouble. Had mm. ISS a lot, what have you? Right. For those who don't know what ISS is, it's in school suspension. And then you had OSS, which was out of school suspension. <laughs> I don't know if that's a thing still. I don't know if that was like just our school or. Everywhere. I don't know how that works. (laughs) I don't know how it works either. But either way, they were getting into the trouble. They were a troubled couple. 
After watching Lucas throw a chair, Kim became so infatuated with him, and they quickly became inseparable. It was the chair that did it for her? It was the chair that did it for her. Was this, like, the equivalent of, like, the scrawny white boys that punch drywall? And- oh, and their <laughs> names are Kyle, and all they drink yes. is Monster? Absolutely. <laughs> oh, my God. Why, Kim? And Why? <laughs> if you look at a picture of uh, Lucas... Oh, I'm going to look him up. Lucas Markham. Lucas Markham. He kind of looks like that kind of kid who would <laughs> punch holes in the walls. He definitely punched drywall in his day. So, Elizabeth did not approve of their relationship at all. As far as uh, in October 2015, due to Elizabeth trying to keep them apart... Kim and Lucas ran away from their homes and were found after six days sleeping in a forest just north of their hometown in Lincolnshire. So they were so determined to be together that they went to the woods. They went to the woods and just camped out for six days until the police found them. They were trying to be feral. I mean, I'm all about being feral. They went to the wild. But maybe let's not be feral with our uh, teenage boyfriend no 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 whenever if you are ever in the situation where your only option that seems like a good option the best option if you're in a situation where that is sleeping in the woods for like six days yeah i'm gonna go with that's probably not the best option (laughs) yeah no i would i would rather be at home than sleep in the woods for six days Mm mm-hmm I can't think of any boy that I would have met in high school that I'd be like, yep, I'd sleep in the woods for you. I can't think of that either. And I Mm -hmm. was absolutely obsessed with my first boyfriend. Mm. Like, and I wouldn't even have slept in the woods for him. I did not have that experience at like having like your first like love, your soulmate in high school. I did not have that. But... (laughs) Boys irritated me so much that I'd be like, no, I'm not going to the woods for you. You're like, no, nah, I'm good. I'm, I'm good, fam. I'm like, I'm good on my own. I'm going to go to my bed. Thanks. That's what they should have done. They should have just gone home and gone to bed. I feel like a good nap just evens everything out. Usually. Mm-hmm. Usually, yes. So once the pair were located in the woods, Elizabeth banned Kim from ever seeing Lucas again. And Elizabeth saw the pair as, quote, a time bomb waiting to go off. I'm going to go with she's correct. I think so. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We are a true crime podcast and we're talking about them. So I'm going to go with mom wasn't right about a whole lot, but she was right about that one. <laughs> you know, mother knows best or whatever. In this situation. Yeah. This, this stance. So March 2016. Kim took an overdose of painkillers to try to unalive herself. Uh, During that time, she was evaluated by a psychiatrist and had stated that life had become, again, quote, like a living, walking hell due to the fact that she was not able to see Lucas and the fact that she had to deal with her mom. So her and her mom still are not vibing. Which I can understand her feeling that way when her mom's abusive like that's valid but i i cannot wrap my brain around just because you can't see a boy 
I mean, 14 Which, years old, hormones ablazing. At 14, and then also, well, I also have to take into account she was from an abusive home. So even though he was, wasn't was great, he was probably like the only support system that she had. Yeah, and she probably had some weird attachment issues mm-hmm. because she didn't have a dad in her life. So she, she didn't have a dad. looking for something. She wanted that male figure. Her mom wasn't really worth much in her opinion. Man, teenagers scare me. Oh, I know. It's like that My Chemical Romance song. Teenagers scare I don't want to get copyrighted. (laughs) (laughs) So, during that psychiatric evaluation, they found no signs of mental illness in Kim. And we're going to take note of the fact that they did not find any signs of mental illness in her. I'm going to go with whoever conducted that um, should probably get fired they were wrong i'm gonna go with they probably should leave <laughs> that position they need to sit for the boards again and really try again they need for to take that a, a leave of absence <laughs> just a small one <laughs> so after that happened the pair took to a local mcdonald's to hatch up a plan Their plan was that on April 11th, 2016, Lucas was to come to Kim's house and murder her mom and her sister. This plan, however, did not come full circle until April 13th, because on the 11th and 12th of April, Kim had fallen asleep before Lucas had gotten to her house. So he was just sitting there tapping, tapping, tapping on the bathroom window, and she was just snoozing in the next room, which is why I say... A nap fixes everything. (laughs) So we are on April 13th, 2016, which started as a normal day in their household. What day was this? April 13th, 2016. Okay. Um, So it started as a normal day in Mm -hmm. the Edwards household. Hair got brushed, errands got ran, and everyone went to bed as normal. Mm -hmm. About half an hour after everyone was in bed... Kim let Lucas into the home through the bathroom window, which I have questions about because I've climbed through a bathroom window before, and I can guarantee to you that that is not quiet. Mm-hmm. So. Well, I guarantee it's not quiet, but it depends on, like, how big their house is. That's true. Like, if it was, like, an apartment, oh, yeah, they definitely would have heard something. Yeah. If it was, like, a 3,000-square-foot house on, like, the other side... <laughs> Of the house, I'm going to go with you, probably didn't hear much. I don't know how big their house is. As a single mom in the UK, and I've heard, like, they have, I could be wrong about this, but, like, smaller homes. I think so. Um, I'm going to go with that. They did not have a big house. They probably didn't. I'm going to go with that. And we're just standing firm with that. We're going to assume it was, like, a single layer, single (laughs) layer. A layer of a home. A layer of a home. (laughs) A single level house. Mm -hmm. uh, Probably a normal foot and a half above you for a window in the bathroom. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's what I would assume. Either way, it was probably not graceful. And 14 years old, you're, like, the most ungraceful loud awkward oh yeah like sometimes like the guys like get gross spurts and, like they haven't grown into like their limbs yet like all... they don't know what to do like with their octopus arms and they're all <laughs> gangly and lanky yeah so he probably like was like bull in a china closet probably and 
if you look at a picture of him, he was a smaller kid. So it's not yeah. like he was like husky or anything. Mm-hmm. Uh, so once Lucas and his small sack of knives from his aunt's house were. I wasn't sure where you're going with that statement. <laughs> so he, he brought a small sack of knives from his aunt's house. And once he was in the home with Kim. Uh, they went ahead and ran through their plan, and Kim decided that she could not do it. Uh, so Understandably. Yeah, you know, I don't think I could murder somebody. I couldn't murder anyone, let alone, like, your mom. You know? Yeah, I don't think I could murder my own mom. I couldn't, no. Mm-mm. There's too much attachment there, but... Mm-mm-mm-mm. Kim's also been through years of abuse, and mm-hmm. there's no attachment there. And she's thinking through her 14-year-old, non-developed, fully developed brain, full frontal lobe, this is a solution to my problem. I'm assuming. <laughs> That's what I would think. Yeah. So, because Kim couldn't do it, Lucas proceeded to sneak into Elizabeth's bedroom, and as quietly as he could, he slashed her voice box, which... I don't think the voice box slashing was intentional. Um, the way he describes the murder, mm-hmm. uh, it just kind of sounds like he was just stabbing the stab and the voice box just happened to be what yeah. he got. I feel like if he was older and either more experienced in this or like had some kind of like um, anatomy education, yeah, then I'd be like, oh, then he probably did it intentionally like to go for the voice box because you can't scream or anything yeah but being a 14 year old kind i'm assuming kind of erratic i'm gonna go with just a shot in the dark yeah he was just stabbing the stab Mm. so he got her voice box so she couldn't scream he then suffocated her with a pillow in his body weight after she kept fighting him so mm-hmm. she was scratching at him. She was going for it. She was fighting. She tried to fight him off the entire time. Uh, Lucas would later tell police, I quote, I stabbed her in the neck where she was sleeping on her side and I smothered her face with a pillow. So mm. I don't. For some reason, like when you first said it, I was thinking like he slashed. No, he, he stabbed. Like I was thinking like. Side to side slash, it would have been done fairly quickly, type of thing. But it's the fact that like he just stabbed. So I imagine that's slower. And I guess depending on the size of the knife, if you were to stab right there, well, he had options. He brought his sack of knives. Yeah, he had a small sack, and it. All the research said that it was a small sack of knives. He had options because he had them all with him. <laughs> it makes me wonder how many knives he actually brought with him. That's probably like three. <laughs> Three of the biggest knives he could find. I would hope options, if you're going to be that prepared. Ugh. So, <laughs> once he was done with Elizabeth, it was Kim's turn to do the same to her sister, Katie. Uh, so... And she didn't hear anything? Well, we don't know if she heard anything, because... Well, let me backtrack. Okay. So, during the time that Kim was watching Lucas stab her mom she swore that she could hear her mom gurgling for Mm -hmm. him to get off of her but was it the question i guess would be was it loud enough to alert the sister no gotcha okay it was not um Mm. so 
It was Kim's turn to do the same to her sister, Katie, who again was 13 at the time. Uh, but Kim had a panic attack while watching her mother get stabbed and smothered until she couldn't do it. I would also have a panic attack yes. <laughs> if I saw that. Oh, my God. If I had to witness that, I would definitely be panicking. Um, so Lucas then mm. went into Katie's room and did the exact same thing to her. Lucas didn't seem sure if he actually stabbed Katie because he was later quoted saying, I thought I stabbed her, but I'm not 100% if it was her or the mattress. And then I smothered her face with a pillow, too. So she more or less sounds like she was smothered. Yeah. I couldn't find anything else. Well, I would not that I've stabbed anyone. But I would think you would know the difference between stabbing a person versus missing and stabbing the mattress. Right. Especially since he just got He just did it. So he knows what it feels like. Unless he left his knife, you know. He has options. So he brought one another one. Yeah. From his sack. His sack of knives. (laughs) (laughs) So. I, I feel like he probably knew. I think he knew he missed. So he just smothered her. Yeah, probably. Or else, I don't think he would have been like, well, I don't know. I don't know. Oh. No, she's just laying there. Saying I don't know is such a 14-year-old answer to anything. Because mm-hmm. I have a 13-year-old foster kid, and his answer to everything is, oh, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Did you unload the dishwasher? I don't know. Did you stab your mom? I mm-hmm. don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it's so true, though. I don't know. So Kim had defended herself in the murder of her sister, saying that it was a sympathy killing. Kim was trying to save her sister to heartache and emotional trauma from losing her mother because Katie and her mom had the really tight, real close-knit relationship that Kim was jealous of. You know, I have a really good solution for that. Just don't murder them? Don't kill your mother, and then you don't have to kill your sister. That (laughs) seems... That seems like it would work, but... But, um, but I don't know. <laughs> Kim is quoted saying, I thought it would have been better for my sister to die, too. I don't think Katie would agree. I don't think so. My... Katie and Elizabeth both. Mm-mm. They are probably like, nah, you could have gone to therapy or something. Gone to a different therapist, clearly. Yeah. <laughs> So, uh, the original plan was for Kim and Lucas to kill themselves once they were done with the murders themselves. Instead, the couple took a bath together, watched four of the Twilight movies, and ate junk food. They didn't get to the last movie? Are there five? I think so. Yeah. Yeah, because the last book got split into two movies. That's right. I've only Man. I've only recently seen Twilight. Uh, mm-hmm. I am 30 years old, and... Last year was the like, first time. Like when uh, TikTok discovered and like t- Twilight kind of came back out again. And you're like, oh. Yeah, all the Renesmee jokes. Oh, Renesmee. God. She's creepy. Creepy. Ooh. Like, why not just get a actor? Why not just get a real baby instead of doing a CGI baby? I don't get it. The and eyes. if you're going to do a CGI baby, why do it like that? <laughs> I have no idea. Creepy. But. But I like that, 
people I don't like. But it's funny how their options were either, hey, we're going to kill ourselves, or we're going to take a bath and watch Twilight. Right? And how can you go wrong? I mean, they're a couple teenagers. They're horny as hell. They're taking a bath together. They're having sex. They're watching Twilight, which, of course, is the number one highest rated love story of all time. Uh, And eating, like, ice cream. They eat ice cream? They had ice cream sundaes. Which, those are all not things that I would personally do with corpses rotting. No. Upstairs. I mean, now, as an almost 30-year-old woman myself, the idea of a hot bath, watching Twilight, watching a movie, <laughs> <laughs> and having an ice cream sundae sounds delightful. That right? sounds like a nice evening. It does sound like well, a nice evening. But they ruined it. They... Yeah. I would watch Twilight for shits and giggles. But not like... That's the reason I watched it. I had to know what I the know. hype was I'm about. really shocked that you didn't watch it. I saw um, most of the first movie mm-hmm. when it first came out as a teenager. Mm-hmm. But that wasn't really my scene. So my boyfriend and I got kicked out of the movie theater for, for making fun of it. Making fun of it. <laughs> um, so... That's on me, dog. My experience with Twilight. So, I read all the books, and um, I came from a very religious family, and they did not know I read the books. So, when the movies came out... Oh, my gosh. (laughs) So, when the movies came out, I really wanted to watch the movies. Well, they found out it was about, um, like, vampires and stuff. Yeah. So, they told me, no, you can't go. Whatever. Like, it's the occult. so all my friends went and i was like so upset that i couldn't go and my mom felt so bad so she was like okay well i'll go with you me and you can go which isn't the same but she was like oh i'll go with you and we'll see for ourselves how it is and if it's too bad we'll leave my mom went with me i think she full-on expected like a horror vampire movie yeah and then she's watching it and it's like literally glittery vampires and like the cheesiest things you'd ever see in her life and we walked out of the theater she's like it's fine if you want to see the other ones (laughs) she's like it's fine (laughs) i don't think you're i don't think you're gonna get possessed from this (laughs) expectations were just blown away like the look on her face when we walked out she's like like i think she was almost like why do you want to watch this (laughs) I mean, I can get that because that first movie was, it was bad. It was, it was like such a B movie, like B rated cheesy a, movie. Have a dope ass soundtrack though. It did, man. But that was my Twilight story. Oh, and the second movie, because you know, have you seen that one? Yeah, yeah. So you know, like the guy, like the whole bit is like he's shirtless, like the whole thing. And Oh, Taylor like, Lautner's yes. character, yeah. So I remember I was in the movie theater. Sorry, this is a Twilight rant. But he was shirtless, like, everyone lost their mind, like, throughout the whole movie. Every time he popped on screen, like, literally screaming in the audience. And then Rob Pattinson popped out at the end, and he was shirtless. That theater, dead silent. I mean, to be fair. Like, you literally could hear a pin drop. The second one's the one where uh, Taylor Lautner's like, hey, Bella, where you been, Loka? Where the hell you been, Loka? (laughs) Yep. Yep, and he... then. Edward pops out with his scrawny, pale little ass, and everybody's like, oh, not impressed. <laughs> Edward Cullen 
his head. Like, I don't know if it's the way they had his makeup or if it's just him, Robert Pattinson himself. Mm-hmm. His head looks like a foot. After being absent for, from school, after being absent from school for two days and not at home, Lucas's aunt reported him missing to the police. Mm-hmm. She instructed the police to check Kim's house because if he was anywhere, he was with her. Of course. Soulmates. Nothing better like a better love story than Twilight. Mm-hmm. Police went to Edward's house where the couple would not let them in until they had to force their entry into the home. The couple was watching TV when the police asked what happened, and Lucas responded, why don't you go and look? What police found were two-day-old corpses with blood everywhere. The two were detained and were questioned when they showed little to no remorse for their actions. Oh, I literally hate that they've been in the house for two days with bodies. Two straight days of just bodies rotting nearby. Oh, I hate that. Oh, God. I did mm. read that I hate it. there was a smell. I believe it. I believe. I believe that. <laughs> so on October 10th, 2016, Lucas, who is now 15, pled guilty to the murders. Kim, however, pled guilty to manslaughter on grounds of diminished responsibility. So she was like, I was there, but I didn't do anything. Oh, which, she pulled a Myra. Yeah, she pulled a Myra. She pulled a Myra Henley, which, watch that, or listen to that episode. The more is you'll under, Yeah, you'll understand that reference. So, Kim's plea was rejected and trial was set. Mm-hmm. On October 18, 2016, Kim was found guilty of murder, spite the attempt to claim that she was under the influence of a mental illness. Which, mm. earlier... I was going to say, they said she was fine. They said that she was... She was Gucci. She was fine. There was nothing mm-hmm. wrong with her. November 10th, 2016, the duo were found guilty of murder by a jury of seven men and five women. They were sentenced to 20 years in prison. And sometime in 2017, mm-hmm. their sentences were reduced from 20 years to 17 and a half years, which I couldn't find any reasons why. So they got lessened? Yeah, it got shortened by uh, two and a half years. Which I, I mean, two years is not really a lot, but... It would have been three and a half years. So, yeah, their sentence was shortened three and a half years. I from- guess... Maybe because they were minors? Possibly. Ugh. During the trial, a forensic psychiatrist, Philip Joseph, told the court, I quote, If they hadn't gotten together and had the intense, toxic relationship, the murders would have never happened. Mm. This is clearly a planned, controlled killing. There is control all the way through it. Bonnie and Clyde, that sort of intense attraction, an emotional closeness. It was them against the world. It's that sort of thing that led on to this. Mm. And lastly, when asked whether she was glad her mom was dead, Kim stated, yes, because my mom does not have to deal with me anymore. Being like, you know, suicidal. And she doesn't (laughs) have to wake up worrying every morning to see if I'm alive. So, so she, she like just took one for the team, I guess. Yeah, she tried to spin it around to make oh it look gosh. like she was doing it for the better oh of gosh. everything. Like she was doing it to save her mom from a heartache. There is no way that she passed a psych evaluation. <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> I do find it interesting, which we did just do the Moore's murders and now we're doing this one. 
it is amazing to me how two people in the same area can have very similar mindsets and come together and do these things. Oh, absolutely. Because you're like, there's no way people like that, like, you just stumble upon them. But then it's like, how do these people who are the same find each other? Yeah. And they, they, no then they idea. just casually bring up murder. And they're like, I can murder somebody. How about you? Oh, yeah. Let's let's just get together. I don't, I don't know. But like, let's, let's just get together. Let's meet up at the local McDonald's, have a McFlurry, and talk about murdering our mom. You had me at McFlurry. You lost me at murder. Oh. So, see, we would not work in this. No. But, see, they, they find it. I just don't understand. I don't either. I also wonder if they had neighbors. I have no idea. Because I'm... I would feel like you would know the neighbors would have smelled something after two days. Well, if I'm being real with you, the smell isn't that intense until about mm. five or six days and then mm. up to a couple weeks. Yeah. It gets real bad. Yeah. Mortician life. And also, well, I don't know if this would be relevant or not, but they say the UK isn't like as hot. Yeah. So the heat would definitely play mm-hmm. a factor. <laughs> because we have dying season which is in the winter time and then you have finding season which is in the spring and summer so it's something to think about but hashtag mortician life hashtag <laughs> funeral director so that was the tale of twilight murders yeah they're still in prison when do they get out i have no idea well, let's see they that was about like not quite 10 years ago no so 2016 so it's really not that much longer, I guess, till they get out. If they only got like, what was it, 17 years? 17 and a half. About like 10-ish, 10 to 15 years they'll get out. That's weird. They won't even be that old. Yeah, 2033 would mm. be their release So 10 date. years, yeah. Yeah. I just had to do the math. I don't like that. At least we're not in the UK. That is true. We're in America, which is everyone's mentally stable and not hurting people. <laughs> yes. No. <laughs> Absolutely not. Mm. Hey, y'all. It's Kayla just hopping in at the end of the episode to say thank you for making it this far. We have been working so hard on this podcast, and we greatly, greatly appreciate it and we wanted to say thank you and we love you for it also just remember to give us a rating give us a review share if you can and make sure you find us on all of our social media platforms i will post all of those links all those handles in our description box but you can find us on instagram tiktok facebook twitter Make sure you find us on YouTube for some special future content. Oh, and uh, Pinterest. Because who doesn't love Pinterest? Anyway, thank you so, so much for making it this far. And just for you, here's a little sneak peek of next week's episode. Bye. And she went to put on, her mother gave her a locket right before she left. Mm-hmm. And it was like very special to her. Uh, Pauline went to put the necklace on and Myra took it from her and she said you won't need that where you're going which pissed Ian off because he did not want any of their victims to know what was coming <laughs>